Welcome to the Elijah Fire Podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp. What is going on, everybody? Happy Election Day, November 8th. This is Elijah Fire, episode 128. Uh, today's going to be a great episode, but before we get to oh, every episode is great. I'm always excited for Elijah Fire. So uh, I always say that everyone's like, you always say that. I'm like, because it's true. Okay. That's why. Uh, also, a lot of you have been very well aware now that we have been really trying to promote what we've been doing with the donations. When you donate to ElijahFire.com, obviously that makes sure that we can stay it five days a week, like we've been going and keep it free and accessible on as many platforms as possible, as many platforms as we can manage, basically. But another thing that we're doing is we are digging freshwater wells in Uganda and then we're also expanding out to First Nations people here in America as well. More on that later because that's still in the works. But um, Steve has talked about it, so I feel like I can talk about it as well. Uh, but yeah, like I said, one of the ways that we're doing is digging freshwater wells in Uganda through an amazing ministry called Show Mercy International. They're longtime friends of Steve Schultz and the Elijah List. And so it's just great. I've been a big fan of this for a long time. And so we actually just got like as of like, I want to say like, an hour and a half ago or something like that two hours ago we got a new video update from them so we're going to play that just to show you where some of your money is going um and just to encourage you guys and in, in, in the great work that you guys are doing when you're sowing into this ministry it's having a multiplication effect so here we go so there you go every time you donate to elijahfire.com slash donate some of your money even if it's five bucks some of it is going to go towards that and something I was thinking about this this morning that we we take I was I was filling up a, a water jug because um, I try to drink like a gallon of water a day um, and I was thinking about it and I was like this is something that is so normal to me but overseas in some of these developing countries it it's their whole life revol revolves around getting water like kids can't go to school because they have to haul these heavy jerry cans they have to walk sometimes miles to tainted water sources, fill up the jerry cans and then walk miles back with the added weight of that jerry can full of water. And so it's something that their whole lives get transformed when they have access to clean water. It becomes something that's readily available and they can focus on, on I would say, living. I mean, they already were living, but it, it completely transforms their life uh, in so many, so many amazing ways. So thank you, everybody. You've been so generous in your donations and a lot of people are going to be blessed and we're going to be, I think, doubling down on digging waters even more in 2023. It's going to be amazing. Very, very exciting. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So my guest today, uh, a lot of you know who he is. He's a gifted preacher, a very gifted preacher, an anointed prophetic voice. He's also the pastor of Ramp Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I always got to say Chattanooga because man, that just rolls off the tongue. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Let's give it up for my guest today, Andrew Tao. Andrew Tao, welcome back. Thank you so much. It's so good to be back with you guys. Those graphics are just killer, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> good job. Good job. Yeah, Whoever you. did those. Thank you. Me. <laughs> not, that, not that I'm fishing for compliments, but it was me. Come yeah. on. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a lot of fun. It's a lot of a lot of creativity, a lot of just like, oh, what all, what other cool things could we make? And then it's all about finding the time to do it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So, okay, Andrew, um, 
we got a lot of a lot of great stuff a lot of potential stuff to go over on this episode uh, but there's there's a main message you have get ready for a sudden surge um, and then obviously today is election day and you said you had like a small little something to share about that so whatever order you want to share that in i'm just going to let you go i'll let you do your andrew tao thing awesome awesome yeah. well thank you yeah, I'm so glad to be back with you. Such an honor and a, a privilege to be with you guys and with all the listeners. This week on my uh, Facebook and on uh, Instagram, the Lord gave me a word. And last year, he gave me a word on resurgence. Get ready for a research. Uh, in fact, I hosted a conference called Resurgence. And a resurgence means uh, basically a revival. It means a reawakening, all of those things. But the Lord spoke to me specifically this week, and he said, Andrew, get ready Tell my people, get ready for a surge. Now, the definition of a surge is a strong wave-like forward movement. God is moving his people forward. You're not going backwards. We're not going back to old things. We're not going back. Uh, uh, God is moving his plan and his people forward. It's a forward movement. It means a rush or a sweep. There are some things that are being swept out, some things that have been unclean, some things that have been uh, uh, pollution is what I hear the Lord saying, that he is sweeping in this surge and he is sweeping it out. In fact, he, he went on to say this week to me, he said, get ready for a, a, a jolt, get ready okay. for uh, just a, a surge. You know, I explained it to my church Sunday. I said, if I, I love dramatic things, I love, you know, to act out things. And I was thinking mm -hmm. I would love to have just a little bit of shock on this chair so I could just push the button and they would get just a little shock and <laughs> understand what it is happening yeah. in the spirit. Uh, I didn't do that. I'm not electrocuting anybody, but <laughs> I was uh, like, what? Yes, yes. I'm not electrocuting anybody. I don't want a lawsuit, so I'm good. Yeah. But let me explain to you, God is sending a surge. Yeah. He is sending yeah. a shock wave, a, a, a sweeping motion. There's going to be a sweep that takes place and he says, uh, a jolt. And I, let me just read to you my post real quick, because that's the easiest way. Uh, but he says, sure. God says to you today, get ready for a sudden surge. Things that have been held back are suddenly being released. Come on, somebody can shout right there. Mm. The things that have been held back, things that have been delayed, things that have been hindered are being released. Promises, promises that you gave up on long ago are coming full circle in this hour. I just love that. When the Lord spoke that to me, he said, it's coming full circle. He said mm -hmm. things that the enemy thought he would route you in this direction and that direction. And he would take take us this way and take us that way. And just, he said, no, I'm bringing it full circle. And he said, this is the hour. Uh, there is a shock wave, shock like wave that is coming and all the world will see what I'm doing. See, God says, this, what I'm doing is not going to be hidden. It's not going to be undercover. It's not going to be, you know, just something that, that we believers are going to know that he, no. He said, all the world is going to see what I am doing. I am bringing forth a strong movement, unlike any that you have ever seen in the past. It will indeed be a rush and a sweep of victory. I have heard the prayers of my people. Mm. See, that is so important for yeah, you to know that God hears you. 
Don't stop praying because it doesn't seem like anything's changed. Don't stop standing because you haven't seen that lost loved one come back to the kingdom or because you haven't seen that mountain get out of the way. God says you have the faith to move mountains. I'm talking to somebody right now. He says he has heard your prayer. He has seen your tears. And now he is coming down to deliver you. You just wait. Your deliverance is here. He said, I have seen their tears. And I've come down to deliver them. I just prophesied that. This Mm. world will gasp with amazement as I accelerate my plan and my people forward. If you can just type out the word forward, or maybe you want to open your mouth and prophesy forward. God says you are moving forward. He says this is coming now. Mm. This is a now word. This isn't one day. This isn't 10 years from now. But he says this is a now word. And right before we went live, I was praying right before I I joined you backstage and I was praying and I said, Lord, you know, uh, give me a word uh, for today. Give me a word for today. And I flipped open my Bible. Now, I'm not saying this is what the technique you need to use for studying the Bible. You know, God, give me a word. No, but uh, uh, this just happens to be what what happened. And, and, And so I was praying and I was just looking through my Bible and I flipped to Isaiah 66 and I love the book of Isaiah. Uh, I love, it's a prophetic book. It's mm-hmm. one of my favorite books in the Bible. But uh, for this nation, uh, I, I just flipped over to verse nine. and said, would I ever bring this nation to the point of birth and then not deliver it? Ask the Lord. No, I would never keep this nation from being born, says your God. And this is the New Living Translation. God says this nation our nation and, and other nations, I, I'm not exclusive, but what God is doing in this nation today is very significant. In fact, I've been covering today in prayer. Mm. At the beginning of this year, the Lord gave me a word on this is a do-over year. Yeah, I remember. And so I, I sensed mm-hmm. that strong. And so today I woke up and last night, all week really, but uh, this morning I woke up praying and I was saying, God, I cover this election. I cover what you're doing in this hour. And I say, God, I'm praying what needs to be exposed. Let it be exposed. But I pray, God, that you do over. Let it be the God do over (laughs) what you promised, God. Let it come forth. And us believers, we need to keep standing and keep praying and keep believing. God says he will do it. And then I looked over. To Isaiah 65, Jeff, and I, I, I was just so blessed by this. I got I to read this verse because this is too good not, not to share with somebody. He says, they will not work in vain and their children will not be doomed to misfortune. Wow. I'm telling you, I'm Pentecostal. I'm Pentecostal, charismatic, prophetic. So right there, I could read that verse and begin a Jericho march right here in my yeah. office. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you don't know what a Jericho march is, you need to get to some old time Pentecostal services because they'll teach you real fast. But uh, but it, it, it he says your children will not be doomed to m- misfortune for they are people blessed by the Lord. You are blessed by the Lord. You I want to say that again to somebody because you think this is my lot in life. This is the this is just the way it's always going to be. This is the way it is. Uh, maybe, I, you know, this blessing stuff is for everybody else. No, he said, you are blessed by the Lord. Think about the price that Jesus paid for you. You are blessed. You are blessed. I bind every Mm. attack of the enemy, every spirit of deception 
that would try to make you think you are less than or that you are not who God says you are. I take authority over those lies in Mm. Jesus name. He says you are blessed by the Lord and their children, their children, too, will be blessed. And I love this verse 24. And I will answer them before they even call to me. Oh, that so blessed me. Because when I was praying, even this week, I was praying today. I was praying before this broadcast. And the Lord turned to the scripture and he said, Andrew, I've already answered you before you even called. Now, that's not an excuse not to call to him because he wants us to call to him Mm -hmm. and speak after him. But I want you to know God has already got the answer. He already has the answer for you, for your children, for your family, for your parents, for your job. Uh, Some of you, I sense in the spirit, you're looking at the economy and you're saying, what am I going to do? Mm -hmm. Get ready for a download from the spirit of God. He's going to give you unusual ideas. Come on, maybe it's because it's Elijah fire. prophetic anointing to prophesy that mm-hmm. there are going to be some ideas, new businesses started, uh, a revenue that is coming from out of nowhere. Remember, you are blessed to the Lord. You're not blessed by a government. Right. You're not blessed by a job, by a nine to five. You're blessed of the Lord. He says, I will go ahead and answer them. While they're still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer them. While we're still praying about things and we're thinking God doesn't hear us, he said, the answer is on the way. Who's this for right now? He said, the answer is on the way. Mark Mm. this down. Your answer is on the way. It Mm. may be uh, that you're looking at this saying, Andrew, how are you saying that my answer is on the way? It looks worse than ever. Come on. I know what that's like, but the natural is in uh, opposition to the supernatural. And I can tell you, you can build your life on this word. Amen. He tells you today while you're still while you're still asking, he has gone ahead. He has gone ahead. And you know, I, I just sense in the, the spirit right now to, to release something. He said he is the breaker and he has gone ahead of you and he is breaking open some things. Oh, some places that have been shut off to you. Yes, I'm talking to you right now. Some things that have been shut off to you, some things that have fenced you in and kept you into a small place, a restricted place. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, the breaker has gone on before you and he is making crooked places straight. In fact, get ready. He is breaking open some things that have been limited. He is breaking Mm -hmm. open some things that uh, the enemy thought he concealed. But I'm telling you today, get ready for exposure. Get ready for God to begin to lift up and begin to expose some things and some things are going to be seen because he says what has been hidden is now going to be revealed because the Mm. breaker is breaking open. Somebody declare that in your spirit today. I I just hear the Lord say Micah 2.13 and the Amplified says this, the breaker, the Messiah who opens the way shall go before them, liberating them. Come on, that's what we need right now is liberation. That's what we need right now is being liberated. He said he has gone before them, liberating them. They, who's they? We. He says they will break out, pass through the gate and go out. So their king goes on before them, the Lord at their head. He said, I am the breaker and I am leading the way. Oh, I feel this right now. Yeah. 
spirit. He says, you're breaking out of limitations. You're breaking out of barriers that have kept you into that small place. God says, I'm bringing you to a good land. I'm bringing you to the land of breakthrough. I prophesy breakthrough right now over your life, over your assignment, over this nation. Mm -hmm. I begin to declare and decree that the breaker has gone on before us. Somebody needs to mm. give him praise because something is shifting in the spirit realm. He says that shock wave, that surge that is happening is taking place even now. The breaker, the demolisher, the one who beats down. Come on, I love how Bible illustrator notes. He says, the breaker is the demolisher, the one who beats down before them all barriers and impediments that obstruct their way. He said that thing that has impeded your progress, get ready for the breaker to take care of it. That thing that has tried to block your way, get ready for the breaker to take care of it. We decree that the breaker is moving right now, that the breaker has gone on before us, that there is a shift. There is a shift that is taking place right now. There is nothing missing. Nothing broken, nothing hidden that won't be revealed because God is pulling back. Oh, I sense this right now. I just, uh, I I saw in the spirit right now, uh, a veil being pulled back. And he's saying hidden things are being revealed. That cloak of darkness, the cloak, I've prophesied about this before in the, uh, on the Elijah list, but, but I've had this vision many times. And I believe it's because the enemy is trying to mantle God's people with darkness. He's trying to mantle God's people uh, with heaviness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heaviness. We don't have the spirit of heaviness. We, right. we cast it off by putting on the garment of praise. So right now, if you've been dealing with heaviness, if you've mm-hmm. been dealing with the enemy, just making you feel overwhelmed or making you feel like you're heavy and, and you feel like, oh God, you know, you're so tired and you don't know why you're tired. You're so weary and you don't know why you're weary. That is the enemy trying to put a garment or a cloak or a mantle of heaviness. That's not who you are. That's not what God, that's not your portion. Your portion as a child of God is to be mantled with a fresh anointing. You're to be led by the still waters. Come on, don't make me start reading all the Psalms to you today. He said, that is not your portion. I break. Come on right now. Uh, uh, Jeff and I, we come into agreement. Yeah. And- break weariness off yes. of life. We break that spirit of heaviness. I see the veil is being torn back. That blanket, that that that, that barren, uh, uh, barrenness, that, that heaviness. I just mm-hmm. see heaviness trying to blanket the people of God. Discouragement. It breaks today. I said mm-hmm. it breaks today. But he that the Son is set free is free indeed. Right. You can receive freedom right now. Mm-hmm. You can cast off that heaviness heaviness. And God says, I'm giving to you rest. I'm restoring your joy. You're about to laugh again. Somebody needs to receive that as a Mm -hmm. word. You're about to laugh again. You have cried long enough, but God says you're going to laugh again. You're going to have joy again. Come on. Uh, not just happiness, because happiness is fleeting. Happiness Mm -hmm. can be up and down, you know, with your situation, but the joy of the Lord, It's your strength. And he says, I've made you strong. I have made you strong. So circumstances should not affect our joy. It should not affect our joy because that's from the Lord. 
Now, feelings and emotions, that's happiness. So sometimes, you know, uh, you're not going to go to a funeral and just begin to laugh out loud. I mean, we're human beings, so we have to understand that. But feelings do not shift or affect our joy. And God wants you to know that joy is coming. Uh, You're going to see it. You're going to see it begin to manifest in your life. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash give. But I hear the Lord saying, even right now, that some of you, see, I, I remember when I went and I've shared about it many times, so I'm not going to go into that today unless uh, Jeff goes there. But I do remember uh, uh, going uh, through a season where I thought I'll never laugh again. Mm-hmm. I, I might never, you know, I'm, have you ever gone through a real battle? I'm not talking about, you know, somebody hurt your feel. I'm talking about a real battle. And you, you think, God, I'm changed now. It's not that you, God didn't bring you out, but you just think, man, I'm a different, I'm, I'm different now. Uh, I, I'm not so light, you know, and mm-hmm. I've always kind of been an intense person because that's just my makeup. However, I do have a very light side and kind of a, um, uh, I don't know, uh, a funny sense of humor. I think it's funny anyway. Yeah, that's all that matters, man. <laughs> it made me that way. But, uh, yeah. you know, I remember going through a time thinking, I don't know if I'll ever laugh again. Yeah. God set me free from depression and set me free from so much, but I don't know if I'll ever really think things are funny again. Uh, uh, and, you know, that was just the enemy trying to say you'll never You'll never laugh again. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell a little bit of that story? Because obviously you told it, I think, the first time you were on with us. That's been a while. And some people, even if they're well-intentioned, aren't going to go back and listen to all the episodes. And I get that. So why don't you just tell a little bit of it? Because I know there's some new people who've never heard heard that before. Sure. I, I love. I try to work it in every message. Because it's amazing. It's super powerful. We so, overcome yeah. by the blood of the Lamb, by Amen. the word of our testimony. That's right. Uh, but, you know, I went through three years of depression and I'm not talking about I was just, you know, felt sad. I did not leave my house very few times in three years. Um, I had a house that I inherited. So uh, I had a little bit of inheritance put away from from my grandparents. And so, uh, you know, I, it wasn't like I had to be out of the house. So I isolated in my house and uh, I went through things. Now, I started in ministry very young. I started traveling and singing and ministering in churches when I was 12 years old. And so I had never, I got filled with the Holy Ghost at four. I used to start prayer meetings in my room at that age when I was filled with the Holy Ghost. I had so many supernatural encounters with the Lord and, and always kind of, you know, heard his voice that I'd never gone through a time where I was in a dry place. I had never gone through a time where I didn't hear his voice or when I opened the Bible and I thought that's just doesn't say anything to me right now. You know, uh, I'd never gone through that before. And I had had a car accident. I was on my way to Tampa, Florida, and my car hydroplaned and spun and spun and spun and wrapped it around a tree. Now, I'll never forget the words out of my mouth as it was spinning out of control. I just began to scream his name, Jesus. And it spun one more time. And uh, and my car had a little convertible, sports convertible, and it wrapped around the tree to where the tree was now where the middle console was. So I hit my shoulder on the tree. So that's how it was wrapped in. My passenger seat was now in the trunk. So there was no passenger seat. Uh, uh, And 
the car was still going because the ex, uh, accelerator was stuck. So the tires were spinning its wheel. You know, it was trying to get free from the tree. It was trying to get loose. So I opened my door. The, the windshield had come in on me. I was bleeding everywhere. And I opened my door and tried to, to get out of the car. And when I did, I just collapsed on the ground. And uh, it was pouring down rain. I'll never forget it. Uh, but, you know, someone had called the, the police and the ambulance. They came to get me and took me to this old, very, very country hospital. They did not have, I think it was one room. Uh, they did not have uh, any type of really x-ray machines or that I saw anyway that uh, had available. But uh, it was in, in a part of Georgia that was kind of a, a rural part of Georgia. Mm-hmm. And um, so I remember just getting in the ambulance and, and praising God. I mean, I didn't care if everybody in the world heard me praying in my prayer language. I was just praying to the Holy Ghost. I didn't care. Come on. When, when you begin to scream out his name and that car spins one more time, yeah, I, I truly believe when I called on his name, his hand or maybe an angel, I don't know, but I believe something nudged it one more time to spin because the plot of the enemy was to take me out. Yeah. But God would not allow it. But uh, so I was unable to walk. I broke my pelvis in three places. I'm, I'm moving the, the story forward here, oh. but I broke my pelvis in three places and I could not walk. So uh, for someone, I, I run, you know, every day. And so for someone that's very um, used to going all the time to be sidelined for a year and uh, I had to go. Yes, it was a quite an terrible experience. Yeah. But I had to go. Uh, live with my dad who was had to help me go to the bathroom help me get to the shower all these things and so basically I laid in bed all day long uh, and the enemy has a lot of time to play with your mind Mm -hmm. when you're just laying there and uh, so I would sit there and and finally I started to recover so I went back to my house and um, I was still you know doing physical therapy all those things but I did not leave my house other than that. Uh, and I just went through this hellish depression. I, I can't even, unless you've been through depression, you really can't explain mm-hmm. uh, because people are just like, well, just stop. Quit being know? so sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason. Yeah. Just, just mm-hmm. you know, but I had everything that this world would, should say I should be happy about. You know, uh, I, I was young. I had... Uh, I was financially stable, all these things that the world tells you, you should be okay. Mm -hmm. But there's so many people out there that they're not okay because it's the attack of the enemy. Even believers, uh, sometimes we want to put on that religious mask to where we don't want to get real with God. We sure don't want to get real with our brothers and sisters because we're so afraid of what they may say. Yeah. And so... You know, uh, but I went through this time and, you know, I stopped eating. I, I, I wasted away to like, I think I was 130 pounds was. Uh, wow. And for a man, I'm 5'11". So for a man, my height, that's. Yeah, that's a lot of weight. Basically thin, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm 150, 55 pounds now. So that's like 30 pounds less than 20, 30 pounds less than what I weigh now. So it was. I, I just can't even explain it. I would stare at a wall for hours at a time, Jeff, and it would pass. 
And I, it seemed like it was 10 minutes. Hmm. But during that yeah. time, so many times I would pick up my Bible and I would say, Lord, just say anything to me. I, I, I don't, you know, rebuke me. I don't care. Just say something to me. And it was like nothing reached me. I would turn on Christian television uh, and I would just pray, you know, let something reach me. And nothing was was speaking to me. And uh, I, I had laid in the bed for three days straight, you know, staring at a wall. Hadn't eaten, hadn't shaved, hadn't showered. Uh, just three days. And the enemy started. And I just remember thinking, what is in my medicine cabinet that I could take just to end this pain? And see, that's how the enemy works. Right. It puts you under such pressure to where you think, you know, I just got to have relief from this. I, I just got to have relief from this. So I began to think uh, of what I could take in my medicine cabinet that that could just take me out of this pressure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had left my television on Christian television. And if you know the song, you know, this line is at the very end of the song. But uh, they were singing uh, uh, the days of Elijah. Uh, you're right here on Elijah fire, but the days of Elijah and the last line of that song, uh, they were saying, you know, there's no God like Jehovah. There's no God. And they were repeating the line over and over and over again. And I hadn't heard any of the song. My, my friend Judy Jacobs was singing the song, didn't even know she was on, didn't hear any of the song. But I got to the end of the song in that line. There's no God like Jehovah. There's no God like Jehovah. I didn't hear any of it, but it hit my spirit. And I sensed something right then. And Jeff, I'll never forget. I grabbed this Bible and I ran into my living room and I began to cry out to him. And I said, God, the God that I've served my whole life, if you're really real. Now, see, before you judge me, sometimes you go through some things mm-hmm. where you begin to question the foundation of your. That's when this foundation is shaking. That's when you're going through something to where your foundation of your faith is shaking. I said, if you're really real, then I need you to deliver me today. I need you to set me free. And Jeff, I will never forget what happened. As I cried out to him, it's just like that scripture I just read to you that before I was even finished praying, before I finished asking, he had already answered me. When I was saying those very words, the presence of God filled that room. And I will never forget that day. He set me free. Mm -hmm. Not only did he set me free, but he set me on a new course. He set me in a new realm and a new authority. And he began to say, now, Andrew, I want you for one year's time. I want you to do nothing but put the word of God in you. He said that your mind is renewed by the word of God. So I want you to listen to the word. I want you to speak the word. I want you to study the word. This is your Bible college right now. I was in Bible college, but he said, this is really your Bible college. He said, I'm putting the word in you. And he said, no longer will you just sing for me. But he said, you will begin to prophesy. You will begin to declare my heart. You will begin to release the heart, my heart to, to my people and begin to declare a thing. And so for that year, I began to, to put the word of God in me and he began to transform me. And that's when the fire of God began to stir in me like never before. And some of you, maybe you're in that desperate hour. Maybe you're saying this story is resonating with what I'm going through. Maybe you haven't let, not left your house for three years, but you come home and you go through the motions of going to church and putting on your religion 
religious mass, but inside you know you're dying. Inside you feel like, God, my joy has left me. The joy of my salvation. Well, today I say joy comes back to you. Today the fire of God is stirring in you even right now. I say the fire of God is being stirred up in you because God is calling you to another level. That surge that I prophesied about at the beginning of the program, that shock wave, that that sudden jolt is taking place right now. God says, awaken, oh sleeper. This is your finest hour. God says, you have not missed me. It's not too late. Get up from where you are. This is your moment. This is your God uh, sounding an alarm. He says, he has sent me to sound an alarm of awakening. Wake up. Oh, sleeper, it is not too late. He says, I will restore to you the years, the years, the years that the waster, come on, that the locust, the caterpillar, the palmer were my great army. He said, I will restore those years that the waster has tried to devour. You say, well, how does God restore years? He says, I will catapult you and accelerate my plan in your life to and make it so good. Come on, that's what he told Joseph. And then Joseph had a, uh, had two sons, an Ephraim and a Manasseh that made him forget. It made him forget, not forget what he went through, but it was so good. He got a double portion that he said, God, they meant it for evil, but you meant it for good. He said, I will restore the years to you. I will set you back into plan, into motion, and what you thought you missed. No, I'm bringing it full circle around. Come on, just like that prophecy that I gave at the beginning of this broadcast, God is doing a full circle movement right now. He is bringing some things to you, full circle. Some things you thought you missed out on, oh, it's not over. That's right. I served the devil notice today. It's not over. It's not over for you. It's not over for your family. It's not over for your ministry. I sense right now strongly that some people thought it was over in their ministry. Maybe you blew it. Maybe you uh, felt like God could never use me. God says, get ready. You're coming to a full circle moment. Mm, You're coming into what God has promised you in Jesus' name. Mm. Man. Amen. Yeah, I think that, that I I always love having you tell that story of of what happened to you because that's a very real that's a that's a reality for for some people where um that have found themselves in that position. Did you ever know why when you were in those moments of like God just give me something, give me something and there was nothing? Did you ever kind of realize the why to that? Was it something you just had to work through in terms of pressing in deeper with the Lord? What I mean, I'm curious um, your thoughts on that. You know, I, I that's a great question because I've thought about it many times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I remember the first time sharing this testimony um, when the Lord had brought me out. I, I shared it at my local church. And um, I remember so well my grandmother, who she's a godly, she's in a home with, with him now, but she was a godly woman in and when I was a little boy, we'd go up to her guest room and we would have prayer meetings together. Awesome. And so I can still hear her praying in the Holy Ghost uh, in my ears. But she asked me, she was at the service that day and she asked me, she's like, Andrew, why did you have to go through that? And, you know, I, I was trying to think of something spiritual to say, but I really couldn't. 
because I said, I don't know. I didn't open the door to sin. I, I lived holy. I walked with the Lord. But this word is full of people that went through things. Why did Joseph go to the pit? Why did, and, and I'm not saying I'm a Joseph or I'm, I'm a David or, or these ones. Uh, I'm, but however, this word is full of people that went through things that they did not understand. Why did I have to go through this? One thing I do know is that I came out with a greater anointing. And I do know, I know the power of deliverance. Like I said, I've served the Lord all my life. So I had been through things. I, I, everybody, life happens to everybody. However, I had never gone through anything personally destructive like I had gone through that I had to fight the devil tooth and nail in. So the only answer that there may be a more, uh, a better answer, but the only answer that I felt like the Lord had given me is that he wanted to give me a greater authority over the devil you know uh that you know you look at job why did he have to go through this but he went through and after that you know job 42 i love that because he says after after this the lord gave restored doubles or twice as much to job and so you think why did the lord the bible says that he takes what Satan means for evil and turns it for our good. Right. So sometimes God wants an opportunity to bless us. And so he uses the enemy and the enemy thinks he's going to take us out just like he thought he was going to take Jesus out. But what he didn't know is when he hung him on the cross, that when Jesus gave his life, he was making a way for you and me. So whenever you've been up under attack and you've been under that pressure and you've been going through those things, what the enemy doesn't know is that you are a child of God and your God, your father is going to bring you out with greater. He's going to bring you out with a new fire. He's going to bring you out with a new anointing. And Satan is going to wish he would have never touched your life because now I'm able to stand on platforms and come on platforms like this show and begin to prophesy sight of somebody going through that storm, you are coming out. The same God who did it for me is the same God who will do it for you. He is no respecter of persons. In fact, I just sense the Holy Spirit saying, call somebody out. I am calling you out of that grave. I am calling you out of that tomb that the enemy has tried to put you in saying it was over. You will never have your joy. You will never laugh again. This is your lot in life. I say he's the father of lies. And by the the authority of the Holy Spirit and in the name of Jesus, I call you out of that Mm. grave. I call you out of yesterday. I call you out of those lies and I say you are who God says you are and you are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus and you are coming out of this storm and the enemy is going to have to repay seven times more because the thief has been caught and he's going to have to give you seven times more, seven times Remittance in Jesus' name right now. I just sense the Holy Spirit. Mm. If that's you, I want you to just lift up your hands and receive mm-hmm. it. Come on, I want you to just begin to declare that's me. I receive it. Type in the comment section. That's me. I receive my breakthrough. I receive my repayment. We are in a season, Jeff, where we are going to see the repayment. God says, I'm going to make your enemy pay. Payback is coming. Payback is here. I hear the Lord saying, payback is here. He says the enemy is going to have to pay back everything, everything that he stole. 
everything, Amen. your joy is coming back. Your laugh is coming back. I just keep hearing that. I hear the Lord saying that because somebody said, I, I'm, I will never laugh. He said, no, I love your laugh. And you're going to laugh again. You're going to have joy again. You're going to have even happiness again. Joy is of the Lord. Like I said, happiness, though, you know, he says, I'm going to create circumstances. I'm going to orchestrate circumstance. You're going to have happiness again. Amen. He said, I'm going to make the enemy pay back seven times more in Jesus name. Mm. Amen. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash give and become a partner today. I think one of the, the amazing things about going through a situation like that, and I think the first time you and I met, which was um, in the studio back when we did studio stuff, um, and I had shared with you, uh, and I still, I, I remember I someone recorded you praying for me because I had shared what had happened to me and it really you told this story to Steve and and it really resonated with me because I had gone through a any bout of anxiety that put me in the hospital because I thought I was having a heart attack and I've shared this on the a couple of times on the show but um the amazing thing has been obviously going to that what the enemy meant for evil god will turn it for good is being able to help other people and that god doesn't waste he doesn't waste our the things we've gone through and he redeems them and then uses them as powerful tools for his glory to help other people get out of that to get out of those things and yeah the amount of authority that can come through a situation like that like you're talking about is huge and that's the thing that i really began to see as I was coming out the tail end of that was like this burning desire to be able to help other people through this, because I'll admit when I, before going through this, cause I'm not like, I'm not with somebody that, like who's on this, always this ball of nerves and wringing my hands with everything. And, and so to go through something like this, I realized how much prejudice I had against people who did go through it. And I was like, just stop being, just stop being sad. Quit. Yeah. It's, it's that easy. Well, it's not that easy. And I realized that and it really made, it really helped me shift my focus and my understanding to understand that not that you should make an idol. There are people that actually make an idol out of their suffering to where it becomes my anxiety, my stress, my, you know, fill That's in the blank. Awful. And that it's, it's, we make idols out of out of those things. And so some of you actually might even find yourself in that position. And this isn't necessarily a soft this isn't necessarily a rebuke. This is this is me saying, hey, look out for this. And if there are things you need to repent of, things that you've made that God has intended to lift you out of and you've made them a part of your identity, that's not who you are. Come on. You being anxious, that's not part of your identity. So yeah, I just think that's that's been like one of the big takeaways for me. And I can see for you as well is being able to help other people and speak truth with a greater level of authority, having been through it. And it's like, oh man. And that's what God wants to do for you. If you're walking yeah. through that same thing, like God wants this to not be part of your identity. He wants this to be something as you've overcome it to be able to turn around and, and, and go help other people out of, out of the muck. That's yeah. what he wants. And so this is uh this is good. This is really good. Especially as we're entering into 2023, come on, entering into a new year. Yeah. God wants his people fit. He wants us 
he wants us ready to 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 take on the new year and so some of you are uh some of you are just being rocked right now by god Hallelujah. Hmm. yeah yeah you know i just i i sense the holy spirit just moving right now and you know no matter where you are you can just lift up your hands the other day i was running on the treadmill and uh at at the gym and i was running the treadmill and i don't i forgot who who even it was but i was listening to someone uh on on youtube and someone preaching and they were saying you know lift up your hands and receive and i was thinking i'll do that when after i get off the treadmill because somebody's going to think i'm crazy <laughs> and i heard the holy spirit say do it now there's something on it now and i sense the holy spirit moving on this broadcast right now so don't let this moment uh, uh pass you by lift up your hands and just mm. say god that's me that's me you're speaking mm. to me and i receive this right now i receive what you're doing in this moment and i believe that some chains are breaking off of your life he said there is freedom being released see when you're bound up by fear you're bound up by anxiety or you're bound up by depression you're bound up and he said i never intended for you to be bound up that's why i sent my son that's why i allowed him to make a show of them openly triumphing over them in it see you got to know that jesus has already won the victory the victory has already been won right. so now you have to receive it by faith by faith you can receive it now if i can i don't know how we're doing on time but oh you're good man I just yeah. heard the Holy Spirit remind me of this scripture. This this scripture, this text just wrecked me last week. I shared it on my broadcast uh, uh, on Friday Fire last week. And I just want to share it right here because I sense this uh, just really uh, strongly for someone right now. And it's Hebrews 11. And it starts with verse 29 in the Passion Translation. It says, faith opened the way of the Hebrews to cross the Red Sea as if on dry land. I love that. But when the Egyptians tried to cross, they were swallowed up and drowned. Faith pulled down Jericho's walls after people marched around them for seven days. Faith provided a way of escape for Rahab the prostitute, avoiding the destruction of the unbelievers because she received the Hebrew spies in peace. And what more could I say to convince you? For there is not enough time to tell you of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Japheth, David, Samuel, and the prophets. Now listen to this, verse 33. Through faith's power, they conquered kingdoms and established true justice. Their faith fastened onto their promises and pulled them into reality. Now, that just wrecked me last week mm. when I read that. Because he said, your faith will fasten on to promises. See, every promise in this book is yes and amen for you. Right. He said, your faith can fasten on to a promise and then pull it into reality. See, I believe you're listening to this podcast because the Holy Spirit is saying your faith is pulling promises into your reality. He said, what you see right now is not the reality in the spirit, the supernatural realm. That is what the enemy has tried to put this haze or this fog. But he said, it's breaking in Jesus name right now. I say clarity is your reality. Mm. He said, I am pulling your Amen. faith is pulling your promises into reality. Reality. It was through faith that shut the mouths of the lion, put out uh, 
the power of raging fire and caused many to escape certain death by the sword. Although weak, their faith imparted power to make them strong. Some of you feel weak today, but I call on your faith because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Even as the word of God was being released on this broadcast, your faith, I call on your faith to rise up, rise up. Let your faith rise up and fasten onto the promises of God and then pull them into reality. In fact, Jeff, I hear the Lord saying right now that you're going to see some, there's going to be testimonies right now, right now in the name of Jesus, that the reality, your faith is pulling on the reality and you're pulling some things. You're pulling on the spirit realm. You're pulling the, the supernatural promises of God into the natural realm. And some of you are going to receive calls. Some of you are going to receive that letter in the mail. But I hear the Lord saying it's not a long thing away. It's not. Sometimes I think we think it's going to be years and years and years. He says, I can do in one day's time, just like he did when the prophet began mm -hmm. to prophesy by this time tomorrow. It's think the whole economy changed in one day's time. What can God do in a day? I'm telling you, he can do a lot. So some of you are receiving a breakthrough that you're going to receive and you're going to see a suddenly, you're going to see a sudden surge. You're going to see it suddenly begin to take place in the name of Jesus. It's not a long way away. The enemy's trying to tell you that. I hear to rebuke that because the the enemy's trying to tell you it's 10 years. It took them 20 years. It's got to take all the, no, the Lord says, I'm speeding up time. I'm speeding up in this hour because I'm accelerating my plan and my people. You are moving forward in the name of Jesus and you're yeah. going to see it happen quickly. Yes. Says the Lord. Yes, Lord. Name. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. And you know what? I, I hear him saying, oh, I hear him saying, I, I spoke on this Sunday morning and it messed, messed me up. I, I've been feasting on it all week. But I was talking about in John chapter two, where he was invited to uh, the wedding. Him and his disciples were invited to the wedding. And, and Mary looked at the disciples, the mother of Jesus looked at, at, at the servants and she said, whatever he says, do it, do it. Whatever he says, do it. See, some of you right now, the Lord is speaking to you. Sometimes he'll give you an unusual, illogical instruction that seems foolish to people, but you do it. If he tells you to do it, do it. And the Bible says that he told them to take the six water pots of stone used for purifying the Jews. Six is the the number of man, it, it's, the, it's the number where man was created, so it, it represents man. He said, man could not purify. Man, no matter how much they tried, these were the pots that they purified themselves. It could not do it. So he said, give me what you have, those six pots. Fill them to the brink full of water. And then he told them, now dip in and serve it. And see, I don't know if the water turned to wine before they served it. They saw it. I don't know. But I do know as they took that step of faith and served it, that the governor of the feast pulled the groom aside and said, usually they serve the best wine first and save the, the worst for last. But he said, you've saved the best for last. I hear the Lord saying to you, he saved the best for last for you. And mm. this time, 
I love how the Bible phrases it. He said, you've saved the best until now. Some of you, your testimony is about to be until now. I thought my best years were when I was a senior in high school. Oh, no. He said, better is the end of the thing than the beginning thereof. You have not seen anything yet. I prophesy to you today, you're moving into a until now moment. You're moving into an until now season where God has some things that have been held back on reserve. Come on, I prophesied about it at the beginning. He said, it's being released now. You're going to say, until now. God held this back until now. It's the best of my days. It's the best of my days. In Jesus' name. Yeah, that's really good. It's interesting that you you read uh, Hebrews chapter 11 because... Man, I that passage, I'm not even joking, has been like that's been the passage I've been stuck on. Like that it, there's there's it's highlighted right there. Like literally, I, I every single time I open, I I can't stop reading that passage about faith. Um so yeah, God wants his people to believe. He wants his people to put their faith, engage their faith. And I was talking to somebody even about prophecy over the weekend, and I was saying. There's never going to be at some point you're going to need a pro there's you're never going to hear enough, especially if you're on the fence about prophecy um, or miracles, God, God doing miraculous things. It doesn't have to be just prophecy. Um, there's never going to be enough evidence for you to, that's to where it won't require faith. Like yeah. you're it's going to require faith. Um, and so, yeah, let that be a, a word for somebody out there who's been on the fence. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? Your life, my life, we're testimonies mm -hmm. of that God still does the miraculous. And you know what? Whoever's listening, you're a testimony mm -hmm. that God still does miracles. The fact that there's breath in your body, the fact that the enemy could not take you out before your time is a testimony of That's the right. goodness of God and the power of God. There are miracles being released. I believe, Jeff, right now we need to agree for miracles to be released on this broadcast yeah. because you're you're next. You're next. You're going to be that testimony that says, you know what? I'm the, I'm the miracle. Don't tell me God can't do miracles because I've seen him do it. Don't tell me that God doesn't heal cancer because I saw him as a little boy heal my grandfather who was eaten up of cancer. I saw uh, for my own life when the doctor said I had seven many strokes and then God healed me and, and totally turned it around. So don't tell me. I love that song. Don't tell me God can't do it because I've seen it. I know he can do it. And you're next. I want to tell your listeners, your viewers, you're next. God is doing a miracle for you and in your life. And you're that next testimony of God's miraculous power. Amen. You're going to stand back and say, until now, I never knew <laughs> how God moved, but this is my best day. Yeah. This is my best hour. Uh, my faith is pulling it into reality right now in Jesus' name. Mm. You want yeah. to agree in prayer with for them right now, Jeff? Yeah, let's do it, man. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Lord, we come into agreement. Come on. One can put a thousand to flight, but two can put 10,000 to flight. Join your faith with us today. We come into agreement. Father, you said, Jesus, you said, if we ask the Father anything in your name, that you will do it. He will give it to us. So, Father, we ask right now in the precious, holy name of Jesus for you to move in this nation, for you to move in the life of the viewers of this this 
broadcast and those that are listening to this podcast that say, oh, I love this this word. I wish this could be for me. You don't have to wish upon a star. You have a God in heaven that has heard your cry and he has seen your tears. And Lord, I thank you now that you are moving for them. And this is the hour that they are moving into their next. This is the moment that you are moving and you are showing your miraculous power. I thank you that there is a turnaround that is taking place right now, even on this broadcast. I declare, Lord, by the heart of God, that as a voice of God, I say, God, this day it is turning for their good. This day it breaks over their life. Every assignment from hell is broken in Jesus' name. They are living in freedom. The, the word of God is becoming manifest in their life. Their faith is pulling the promises of God into reality, and they will see it manifest quickly, quickly, quickly. In Jesus' name. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's somebody listening right now, but I just keep hearing the name Martha. Maybe it's you're watching Martha or maybe someone that knows a Martha. But I hear the Lord saying that he is doing a clean sweep and he is moving some things, some mountains that have been in the way of a Martha that have been standing in the way and it's been blocking. Uh, uh, but the breaker. That scripture was for you. The breaker is breaking down those barriers. And he said, it's going to be an ease. There's a spirit. There's an anointing for ease. There's an anointing for ease that is coming. And he said, what has been hard, I'm giving you grace. And it's going to happen easily, says the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, Lord. I hear the word uh, mail. There's as in like getting mail, um, uh, receiving mail, sending mail, um, that there's somebody who uh, you're actually in really, really dire need of some financial provision for, um, I don't know if it's your rent or, or something. And and I just saw a, a letter go into the, uh, into a mailbox. And so uh, I don't know if that's a literal thing that might actually be in your email box. I'm actually not feeling anything like concrete on that. So it actually could be a physical check or something like that, or a money order that you're going to get in the mail, or it's in your, your inbox in your email. So I would, if that's really resonating with somebody, I would, I would encourage you to just go and check both of those places. Yes. Yes. It's funny. Cause I had a vision of a mailbox while I was speaking so I believe I, I confirm oh, wow. that word in wow. the name of Jesus. Yeah. Hallelujah. Come on. You receive this. You receive it for yourself. You can't stand back there and say, prove it to me. You have to receive it by faith. Hebrews 11 is all about by faith they did these things. By faith they did great feats. And I hear the Lord saying that God wants to do great feats through yeah. you. We look at these people in the Bible and and kind of hero worship them. And he's saying, no, they're average people just like you and me. But he's saying, put your faith on this word and begin to see God surge in your life. Begin to see God do what only he can do. He said, Mm -hmm. I don't want to just meet your needs, but he said, I will meet your desires as well. I will Mm -hmm. give you the desires of your heart. I, I hear the Lord saying he wants to go above your needs. Because we, we love to quote the scripture. 
He meets our needs according to his riches and glory. I love that scripture because when we get into the glory realm, every need is met. I love it. I love it. I love it. However, I hear the Lord saying that he also wants to give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. He wants to give you desires. Uh, and that text I just uh, I summed up for you in, in John chapter 2, it says they desired more wine. It wasn't a necessity. It was a desire. And it began to launch the beginning of miracles. See, we are moving into an hour, Jeff, where we're, miracles are becoming commonplace. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be, oh, wow, there was a miracle. No, believers are going to walk in Walmart and see miracles take place. Uh, I saw, uh, I don't know if it was uh, on Instagram or whatever it was, but I saw this lady, uh, this man was uh, demonized and he was acting up in the middle of Target. And this woman, she didn't run away from him. She began to take authority over the name of, in the name of Jesus and began to cast out the demon right in the middle of Target. These things are going to become commonplace because Mm -hmm. the army of God is arising. We are not called to take a back seat. We're to take the offense. We're to cause to, to, to begin to take over and begin to bring his kingdom to the earth where the supernatural realm becomes natural. And we mm-hmm. begin to say, as, as it is in heaven, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. And I believe ambassadors of the kingdom of God are being raised up as never before. It's not just going to be one or two or three. Yes, there will always be those that God highlights in, a, in an hour. Mm-hmm. However, I believe that we're going to see revivals break out at Walmart. We're going to see them break out in any gathering place, not just churches, but we're going to see it break out on the Internet. Come on. We're going to see God take back what the enemy has used for destruction to release the power of God. And I believe that's what he's doing on this broadcast right now. I believe God is breaking out and breaking in on the scene. And the breaker has come to break some things in your life off Mm -hmm. of in this name. Yeah, and I I um I see uh you're young. I would say I I want to say a teenager um and you've actually been experiencing really bad growing pains in your specifically in your right shin right now. And it could be both, but in the right shin I really feel like it's like really really strong. And so let we just release relief in Jesus yes. name. And yeah, growing is part of the process or body changing is part of the process, but I just I just ask relief in Jesus name and you're even feeling relief right now that was God okay look at me that was God and what God wants you to do through this and some people might look at that as oh it's just a growing pain those happen but the instant relief that you just felt right now and partnering your faith with that God wants you to now take that and go wow if God could do that surely he can surely he can do this because you've been thinking about a lot of what we've been talking about and you want to step out and you want to start praying for people God is doing this to prove to you he's real and that he's with you and that he wants you to start going. He wants to start, wants you to start praying for people because yes, just like God relieved you of your growing pain in your leg, he wants to do even more. And so this is like a first fruit for you. So that's exciting. I would say just go for it. Go for it. Yes, yes, yes. I hear two more things. Uh, I heard when you were releasing that word, I come into agreement with that. I partner with it, raise them up, Lord. But I also heard that God is bringing alignment. Uh, uh, There's some uh, people that have been out of alignment. And I even dealt with this where I was out of alignment. And and God is saying he is 
uh, bringing some discs. He's bringing uh, even your hips into alignment. You've been mm. struggling in that area, but God is bringing that into alignment. And even your limbs that have been uneven, God says it is he's bringing relief to that in wow. Jesus name. The other thing that I heard, and I'm very careful saying this, but there has uh, there is a woman that that uh, has been in intimate relationships with with uh, men. Um, not just one or two, but you've been uh, in intimate relationships and you're feeling overwhelmingly like God doesn't love you or God can't forgive you. Uh, that's the enemy telling you that God, he says, I will cover that. I will make you as new. And I just hear the Lord saying that condemnation, the guilt and condemnation is breaking over your life. Uh, I just heard and I'm, I'm, mm. I just heard the Lord say that even someone that had had an abortion uh, that was feeling such condemnation, like, oh, God will never give me a baby or God will never give me those things because nobody knows what I went through. God says, I saw it. I know what you went through. And I heard your cries as you asked for forgiveness. He said, it's under the blood. And now it's been cast in the sea of forgetfulness. God doesn't remember it anymore. So he says, be free from that condemnation. Rise up in this hour, but don't allow the enemy to label you as that. Don't allow the enemy to keep you in that bondage because that's not your identity. Your identity is in Christ. Your mm. identity is in him, in Jesus' name. Mm, wow. Mm. People are getting healed today, Andrew. Hallelujah. Yeah. And I think even, even if we haven't called out something specific, like God is so wanting to engage with people. He's so wanting you to feel his nearness in this season, especially right now on this broadcast. And so God may manifest in a way and heal you in something we didn't even pray for. So um, please let us know. You can write Andrew. You can write in the comments, um, in the live chat. We, we, we love to see that kind of stuff because God's definitely doing that too. So, yeah. Hallelujah. Hmm. Hallelujah. And I, I, one last thing, and I'm going to turn it back over to Jeff. And Jeff, you can take it. But I hear the Lord saying that some of you, you need to open your mouth and begin to declare it. You know, okay. yeah. write, it in uh, write it in the chat, declare it, but also open your mouth because the Bible says you will have the fruit of your lips. So begin to prophesy that. You say, well, I'm not a prophet. Well, we are all called to prophesy. Uh, as you begin to open your mouth, begin to declare, you know what? I'm free. I'm free by the blood of Jesus. I am healed. Uh, this week, my son uh, was not feeling well. And uh, we took him to the doctor and he, he was tested positive for the flu. And uh, I love something about his faith. He's five. He just turned five this week. And uh I went in to pray for him because he was coughing really bad. And so his room's right next to ours. And I'm a light sleeper. So every time he was coughing, I was jumping up to go check on him. And uh, I was praying for him. And he he said to me, I'm, I'm better, Daddy. I'm healed, Daddy. I'm all healed. <laughs> and so I said, yes, you are. In Jesus' name, you are healed. And I went back to my room. And this was a process. It was Saturday night before church on Sunday. So all night that night, I was jumping up and coming back to his room. And then I heard him coughing. And all of a sudden, uh, I heard him yell out and said, 
I'm good, Daddy. I'm all good. Oh. And so, in other words, I don't have to get up and come check on him. And uh, the other the other day or Sunday after church, we went home, and I said, Gabriel, you know, how are you feeling? So I came to church, and and so we didn't expose the other kids to it. He stayed in my wife's office at church, and uh, I said, you know, how are you feeling, Gabriel? And he said, Daddy, I healed. Now he was still coughing. He was still not feeling well. He had, you know, vomited that morning, had a couple of accidents and different things on too graphic. But he was declaring with his mouth, I'm healed. See, some of us need to understand when what we speak forth is what we will, what we will have. That's what the Bible teaches us. We will have the fruit of our lips. So use your mouth as a weapon and begin to declare what God says about your situation. God says you are healed. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. So begin to declare what God says about your situation and come into agreement with the word of God. And I believe it is manifesting in your life today in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for for having me. I'm turning Mm -hmm. this back over to you because I could. Yeah, well, to to add credit to what you're saying i was just thinking about you know kelsey o'malley she subs for steve on elijah streams and she's been on on elijah fire many times um and she was talking to me one time after the show about how her husband ryan when he starts feeling sickness he immediately is like nope i do not invite you into my body i disagree she said every for him every single time he does that he gets like it, it goes away and she's like, it's only happened to me a couple of times, but I've actually started doing that now too. And there was one time recently where I started feeling sick and I immediately was like, nope, I disagree. I was like, I, I, I do not partner with this. I completely disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm healed in Jesus name. And it, it went away, you yeah. know? So it's really, um, even if you're not, even if you, you continue to like with Gabriel continuing to say that, and yeah, he was still showing signs of being sick, but declaring the opposite of your situation honestly does something mentally even like to your mental resolve speaking life over yourself as opposed to oh i'm sick oh i feel horrible oh you know um and that makes a huge 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 difference yeah too and it may look like foolishness to the world but who cares you know like Jesus, foolish things to confound the wise amen (laughs) amen okay andrew Seriously, man, thank you so much. So it's so great having you on the show. Um, how can people follow you? You got a lot of, you got like your Friday fire thing on Fridays, but yes. you got a bunch of other stuff too. So go ahead and share that. Yes, uh, they can go to andrewtal.org. Uh, that's my website. They can Not .com.org, right? Oh, yes, dot, .org. Okay, we'll um, fix that next time. <laughs> <laughs> or they could go to uh, Facebook, Andrew Tal, or Instagram, Andrew Tal. Uh, all right, we have a YouTube channel, Andrew Tao. Um, so that's T-O-W-E. Also, Friday Fire, I do that broadcast. It's at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Fridays. And so uh, last week, we just took your advice, your your guys' advice. So we started broadcasting live on YouTube and Facebook. And nice. we about to add a new stream to that. So we're expanding. So make sure and check that out. God is moving. I'm telling you, we, we had a testimony last week of someone that, that watched the broadcast. Her husband was in the ICU and we began to pray for her. I'm sorry, two weeks ago, not last week, but two weeks mm-hmm. ago. And uh, she sent me a picture, all these tubes hooked up to him and they gave him 24 to 48 hours to live. And uh, myself, and I'm sure other people were praying, but she texted me uh, 
two to Saturday night and he was getting to go home. Come on. Uh, completely healed. So God is moving. God, the Holy Spirit doesn't know any bounds. So right. he can move through a program. He can move through the podcast. The Holy Spirit can move however he wants to move. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, I'm just excited about God. So I'd love to have you guys come jump over to my my Facebook and, and follow us. Yeah, check it out. Links are in the descriptions, everybody. Andrew, you're the man. You're the bee's <laughs> knees. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. It's always great to join you guys. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So everybody, that's our show. Uh, Have an amazing rest of your Tuesday. Enjoy your evening. And then join us tomorrow. We've got a new guest. Her name is Gracie Wright. She's an award-winning children's book author and just has like the, uh, just a very sweet countenance and she's just great. She's also got an English accent, which is a bonus. Uh, And so uh, tune in tomorrow, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. It's going to be a fantastic show. And then also there's a donate link at the end, elijahfire.com slash donate. That goes to the wells. That goes to make sure that we can save five days a week and keep it free. So we appreciate any and all donations, even if it's... Even if it's a dollar, it, it that's not nothing. That's one more dollar than we had to put into this stuff. So we just thank you guys so much for your generosity. Have an amazing uh, evening slash afternoon. And we'll see you guys tomorrow at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. God bless. See you. This has been Elijah Fire. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can check out the Elijah Fire podcast on ElijahFire.com, on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can watch us live every weekday at 2 p.m. Pacific time on YouTube, Rumble, Twitch, and Facebook. Elijah Fire is presented by Elijah Streams and is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahFire.com slash give for more info on how you can donate today. Today.